1: Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.
2: So, so here's the other thing about the A's in, in Sacramento, and I, I got I got all the respect in the world for A's fans. I know some personally, obviously, Kyle Madson, James Ham, A's fans. I don't Matt mean George, to disrespect yeah. Matt George. I don't mean to disrespect them um, at all, as in their fandom and them staying in Oakland and all this other stuff. And and maybe I'm biased, Jake. You can help me out with this one, but. I don't see. I don't see any reason why Fisher and Major League Baseball would want to stay in Oakland until they go to Vegas. You, the, and I'll lay out some of the reasons. They they stay in Oakland, the the fan base, and they have their their reasons for doing it. There, I, I understand all this, but they're actively saying we won't spend a dime as long as he's owner. So the the. 400 people that we saw all last year at those games is going to happen for another three years. Major league baseball. You're supposed to be okay with that. Um, Boycotts, you know, whether it's outside the stadium or in the stadium, you're supposed to be okay with that for another three to four years. Uh, The way in we're dealing with humans now, right? Like people can say whatever they want about John Fisher. I'm not here to, to defend him at all, but I'm talking about like another human. Like if I was John Fisher, so you saying everything that you're saying about me and you want me to stay, you want me to help you out? No, I'll go somewhere else. You don't want to give me no money. You don't want to come to the games. You want to talk about how much of a buffoon I am. I don't have to stay in Oakland. I'll go to my friend's ballpark in Sacramento until I go to Vegas. So I, I'm in, and, and then when you talk, people talk about the $70 million and all this other stuff here in Sacramento, that's already been taken care of. So Play devil's advocate if you want to here, Josh or Josh Jake, tell me why, what reasons they have to stay in Oakland at this point.
0: They don't have any reasons aside from just pleasing the fan base, and 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 the I think the the main reason would be the guarantee if they stayed there that they would be one of the expansion options if the if the if the team does go to Vegas. Okay then the expansion options is going to be Nashville and Oakland is keep a team there and we'll get a new owner like Joe Lake up. That like that guarantee is the only reason I would stay in Oakland. But, but right would, on but, this, but look right? that
2: wouldn't that wouldn't have nothing to do with you. It's John Fisher? Like that ain't got nothing to do with I me. Know. Oakland, yeah, Oakland would want that, but y'all talk crazy to me for the last 10 years. What why, what am I helping you out for?
0: Because MLB has got to be part of this conversation as well, Casey. Like, Rick mm-hmm. Manfred is part of these negotiations. He doesn't stand by and just say, okay, John, figure it out, right? Like, John would just keep on doing nothing if that's, if that's the case, right? Mm-hmm. So I think Rob Manfred has a part in this where the MLB would have to guarantee them to stay. And if they, if they lower the price of the lease to stay at the Coliseum and have them there until they move to Vegas, the MLB would have to damn near guarantee them. Saying, hey, we would get you an expansion franchise. We'll 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 put a team here owned by Joe Lakeup because I know Lakeup wants to keep the A's here, and and we'll build this waterfront facility. But That's the only reason I can see. The other reason that I'm seeing, and maybe you guys can give me some some pointers on this. Everyone's like, this situation with the A's is exactly what happened with the Kings and the Maloofs, and I don't I don't see. Apples to orange. like they're two different situations. Am I right, guys, or am I just far off on that? No,
2: they're I don't. Adjacent, s- but they're not the yeah, same.
3: I don't see these things yeah. being the same at all. Yeah. No. So then, why do they compare
0: one to the other? Like, why is it like, oh my god, because the Kings were going to leave here in, 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 in a couple years ago and move to Seattle? I have to have that same stance with the A's because <sighs> they're leaving as well. No, like, I, I just I don't understand. I think that there's
3: a lot of Kings fans that are A's fans, and there's probably a certain level of pardon the term but like trauma associated yeah, with that that's exactly. and right. you, you you know what I mean like I, I like I, I hate what's happened to Oakland mm-hmm. like they've lost the Raiders they've lost the Warriors they've lost to some level they've lost the A's or will be losing the A's. like there's no professional sports team left mm-hmm. in Oakland like how is that possible how did you right. have three sports teams playing right next to each other and now they're all gone. Like I, I, I feel for them, but I'm also like this stance of 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 Jake. You said this where we talk about posturing and what Major League Baseball wants. Well, we want an expansion team for Oakland. I'm sorry, I'm not absolving Oakland of the issues here. I'm not absolving Oakland of the fact they have the trashiest stadium. Now a lot of that is on Fisher. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not absolving Fisher of this either. But like, there's there's a. There's kind of a hand-in-hand thing that has to to go here. And the city of Oakland has an uphill battle should they choose to fight for this. Well, we want an e- expansion franchise and the name, you know, the, the A's and the colors and all of that because they have to show we can do this differently with a different owner. Right. Like, it, that, that really just becomes like, my word is my bond. Like, that's all you really have because your track record shows you can't work with this owner and therefore, it reflects on you. That's the, mm-hmm. that's the really, like, crappy part about where this is for Oakland. I'm sure Oakland feels like we can't work with – it's not that we can't work and we don't want to do business. We can't do business with him. Mm. And now, in my eyes at least, that's damaging for Major League Baseball to look at you and go, yeah, you got the worst stadium in perhaps professional sports.
1: Yeah.
2: Well,
3: look. And, well, the it, commander still exists. So now, as long as Oh, I was about to be yeah, honest, exactly. but, and, that, and that's, that's almost ethics. gone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But
2: um, but both of you guys, look, I I I hate to sound like this to like again all my A's fans and my people in Oak. I lived in San Leandro, one Bart stop from the Coliseum. I loved it over there. I had a great time while I was living there. Um, but people get upset when they talk about. Taxpayers having to pay for stadiums and the owners, billion dollar owners, should just pay for it themselves. I'm sorry. I, I look at this differently. I'm sorry. The game is the game. Is it right? No, I'm not here to say it's right, but that's the game. If you want your team, if you want major league sports in your city, the city has to be able to pay for it. Taxpayers, all this other stuff. It's not fair, but it's the game. And if you don't, you don't have to play the game. You know what I'm saying? You don't have to play the game. You don't have to have a team. You know what I mean? But that's the game. And this whole pie in the sky, like from what I'm hearing from Oakland of, they wanted like 50-50 Fisher to pay for this and they pay for it. Or, you know, he foots the bill for a lot of it and they come in. Man, that ain't that's not realistic, man. If you want the A's, you're going to have to pony up and, and pay for a majority of that stadium. That's the game. And if you're not willing to do that, you can't be in the game. You're dealing with reality and, and, and pies in the sky in this situation. And the reality is the city got to come up with the money to to make that stadium for them or any other owner. Except for maybe maybe Joe Lake, because that's their the guy they're waiting for on the white horse to come in there. Maybe he'd build with his own money. But other than that, like the game is the game, bro.
0: I think that the A's fans have tunnel vision right now. And I hate to tell them that because I have a good buddy that works with me and he like – we text all the time about this stuff, and he is in it, like, I mean, deep into it, and he, like, just can't accept that this is actually happening. And, and you feel bad for a person like that, because that, like, I, I think, I put a persp- perspective for me, it's like, okay, the New York Yankees are moving away. Like, that's my hometown team. Like, oh, my God, how terrible would that be? That's a shot, shot in the heart right there, right? But there's also the reality of what's going on with this. This is going to happen. The, the, the fact that you're thinking it's going to not going to happen and it's all going to fall apart. Like there's too many cooks in the kitchen to make this thing not happen right now. Right. Like I just, it's, it's going to happen. How it's going to happen. If it falls apart, that's still remain to be seen guys. But at the same time, like a move will happen. It's not going to just, you're not going to keep on playing at the Oakland Coliseum that I can guarantee. I also want to add one quick point that I didn't add as well with Sutter health park guys it's retrofitted for a major league ballpark. They have updates that they've done this past year to the clubhouse, um, to, to, to the the batting cages and everything like that to make it MLB standard. And then they can also in the outfield, they can build and expand to add bleachers out there. Mm -hmm. So like to add to this, it's not going to just be a triple a ballpark. Like the blue Jays played during COVID with Toronto. Mm -hmm. Like I, this, this can turn into a bigger, not a major league stadium, but like, right between AAA and Major League in terms of fan attendance.
3: What's your gut tell you? You think this happens? My gut says
0: that this decision is going to be made in three weeks, and I think it's coming to sack. I think this is a ploy to try to get Oakland back to the table and lower the, 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 the lease uh, agreement mm-hmm. that they're going to have to pay for three years. But at the end of the day, this, as, as Casey pointed out, it makes too much sense for them not to come here. It just makes too much sense, and everyone's like, "Well, what happens with the River Cats?" Well, Vivek the veteran Adibe owns the Sutter Health Park. Like, he don't like that. That's not the big deal. What the big deal is? Okay, if they do come to here, how do we retrofit that stadium? What do we do with parking? How do we get the logistics down? But everything else is kind of basically taken place. So my gut feeling says they will be here next year. We will see the Yankees here we will see the Red Sox here we'll see the Rangers Miami whoever you want to say every big league player is going to make their way through Sacramento next year and probably for four or five years after that which Mm -hmm. I think would be great for not only just the city of West Sacramento and Sacramento revenue wise because it's going to be another revenue stream that we don't have but two it's going to spotlight this great city and say hey we, if you, if there's a big shark out there that's thinking about trying to invest money someplace, like here's another example of why it can work in Sacramento. And Sacramento unfortunately sometimes just takes too long to make a decision. They're kind of behind on the times. Be forward thinking with this, okay? It will benefit you tenfold if you if you pull the trigger and it makes it happen.
2: I uh, I hope you're right, Jake. I actually don't think it's gonna happen. I think Oakland will. Acquiesce to whatever they need to to keep that team there for a little bit, even if they don't have a guarantee of uh, expansion. I think, and despite I think at the end of the day, they'll I, they'll do that.
3: I was thinking about that as as you guys were talking, and and I think despite like all of the name calling and all of the the ridiculousness between the franchise and the city, mm-hmm. we all know how hard it is to move. Yeah. <laughs> like yeah. you think about moving, you think about packing up your house and moving. Okay, think about packing up a franchise right. and moving, and and not like you didn't buy your forever home, mm-hmm. you're you you're renting mm-hmm. until the new spot is done. Right. That means you got to move twice. Right. Nobody right. wants. Nobody wants to do that. And, yeah. and 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 it could all come down to a marriage of convenience. Yeah.
2: It could I, be as simple as that. I I I, I think. The key, I think, is Oakland is gonna have to come down on their asking price and everything that they're trying to demand. Oakland trying to play hardball and they and a lot of people don't think the Sacramento thing is real. I think it's really real. Like if you you play too much hardball, they'll leave on you. But as long as they, you know, come down a little bit off their asking price and all this other stuff, unfortunately, Jake, I, I think uh I think they'll they'll end up staying in Oakland. And I don't mean that as like Unfortunately, the Oakland A's will stay, but just unfortunately, they'll stay there before they move to Vegas.
0: I, I, guys, it's, it, this is, we're just posturing with all this. Remember mm-hmm. this. Like, we don't know. We, yeah. I wish we could have a seat at the table and figure out what's going on, but I don't, I'm not privy to that. I, I only got sources that are somewhat there and, and tell me a couple of things, but like, again, it's hard, man.
3: Jake, we appreciate you, man. Great to spend some time with you, my brother. You are the man, big dog.
0: Guys, I miss you. Okay, guess where I'm going this week. I want you to guess. I was in Jackson Hole last week. Where am I going this week?
2: Where were you yesterday, last week?
0: I was in Jackson Hole, Wyoming.
2: Have oh, yeah, you ever heard right. of that? No, I, <laughs> I had to do a double take. Where?
3: I don't know. Where? I'm just. I'm, where the hell were you? Just calling. That's well. Where where are you going to be this week, You're, you're, Jake? you're going Where are you to, uh, You're going to Old Saybrook.
0: <laughs> no, I'm going to Vail, Colorado, fam. Just a, a step below Aspen, okay? There's Aspen, and then there's Vail. I'll be going Jake to Vail. Jake, a big-time so. skier.
3: Yeah. He's good on... When was the last time you've been to Compton? <laughs> I
0: don't think I've visited. Okay, okay right. that's, a, that's a place where I haven't visited yet, guys. I yeah. need I need you two to be my my uh, my my people to show me around the place. Okay, tour to the guide, people
2: if you can, please, Okay, the people
0: out
3: there in Compton. Jake, we appreciate. You. Have fun and um, have fun on all of your adventures, and uh, we'll we'll check My white boy you.
0: adventures, baby. It's my white <laughs> boy adventures. Let's roll. Okay.
2: Love you, brother. Take care,
0: of your
2: dog. love you guys. Uh, that's you. our
3: man, Jake Gayden, boy Jake. <laughs> I love me some Jake.
2: <laughs> that's my dog, bro. <laughs> where Where did he go again? Uh, some Some about a hoe. I don't know. Jackson hoe. Oh, he said hoe. I heard. Yeah, that's, that's not what I, I heard. Yeah, that's not, that's what not what I, what I heard.
3: heard. What'd you hear? Well, I, I I swore there was a hoe.
2: Oh boy. <laughs> that's why. Oh,
3: hey, oh, that's, that's that's why. I, I I don't know, Daddy. <laughs> House, y'all, you, you you tell us what Jake said. <laughs> See, oh that, man, woo. We'll come back. Either one of them are good. We'll come back. I don't I don't think so either. Uh, we'll come back. Yo, <laughs> somehow Jacques Vaughn got fired. Oh over the damn, Jock.
2: Damn.
3: <laughs> James Ham smiling somewhere. <laughs> we'll come back. Um, I don't know. We'll talk. Stilo and KC here on ESPN thirteen twenty.
1: Post your free job on LinkedIn.com/slash/recommend today. Hey, you heard?
2: Okay, oh, nobody.
3: Yeah, yeah. No, I was just gonna mention. You said Dylan Casey brought you by Sky River Casino. You see where that boy Young Zell was at over the weekend? I didn't see. He was, he out... was at the Humidor. Ooh. Yeah, he hit me up from the humidor yeah, like hey I like that. I like that. Y'all were not playing. <laughs> he got the smoked old fashioned with the big presentation out yeah, there on his yeah, social like media.
2: I like that. I yeah. see you, Zell. I, I didn't even you, I dog. didn't even
3: ask Zell. Zell if you are in the chat or if you're listening, man, did you get a cigar? Like what y'all doing there? Cause <laughs> yeah, he hit me up like, man, you were not playing. This that place, that place is like shit.
2: That place is
3: fire. Yeah. So shout out Young Zell. Also shout out to everybody who bought their tickets to a night for lovers because <laughs> it's over.
2: Ooh, just that, like NWO, yeah, it sold out that, yeah, that well, pay per
3: view. Very nice, very good. Yeah, arguably the worst pay per view they've ever done. <laughs> what Shot happened it in there? Like was it one black, time or was it was it they, uh, multiple times? They did it, they did it multiple times. But the first time they did it, it was so bad. It was like a black <laughs> ring with black ropes and. The official cheated, like it was so bad. Wasn't
2: it basically like nobody was beating the NWO? Pretty at the much, thing?
3: but but that was the case with WCW for like two years anyway. Yeah, so true. nobody was beating the NWO, and when they beat you up enough, you just joined the group. <laughs> Everyone except DDP.
2: Um, but Who yeah. went on to
3: become your favorite stalker.
2: Well, he's a I brought Scott Hall back for a little while. DDP, he what? You when remember when Scott Hall was really going through? Oh, oh yeah yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah.
3: Scott and and and, and Jake the Snake. Yeah, yeah. They made a movie out of it. What's it's the movie? Resurrection. It's not a movie. It's a oh, documentary yeah. okay. thing. Gotcha. That's, was, maybe that's what I saw. It was good. It had a happy ending. You know, Jake's still with us. Like he. Shut yeah, up. Jake's still with us. While he we're on really wrestling,
1: well. how was um, Iron Claw?
3: <laughs> the The movie's really good. Um, I thought Zac Efron did an incredible job.
2: Is it better than the wrestler? Yeah. Did you like the wrestler? I did.
3: I thought the wrestler was very good and so sadly accurate. Mm. Um, no, I thought Iron Claw was really really good. The problem I ha- the problem like it's why I avoid like some of these movies. I it's hard watching a movie that you kind that you feel like you know the story to. And I was having a discussion with our friend and in- WCW over the weekend about this and the movies about the family, right? Mm-hmm. That's supposed to be the gist of it. And the backdrop of it is like the tragedy that, that is the Von Erich family. Mm-hmm. They did a few things like that. I, I, I couldn't tell if they were making the movie for people like me who knew the story or for people who didn't, there's one there. There, there are two things that really, really stood out one. They completely ignored one of the brothers like they combined, they combined a story into one brother. Mm. And it was a little weird. Wait, <laughs> like, yeah. No, it was like, wait, is that? Is, wait, wait. It wasn't until the end that I realized he lost three brothers to suicide, but there's only two right
0: I noticed there. that in the trailers a bit, because it's always just two brothers with them and stuff. I always thought, like, wait, there was
3: it was family yeah, of four or whatever. Yeah, there's, it's two actually brothers, I mean, four or five, right? Five. Well, it's. Six, but it's a long, long story. But yeah, they completely... And one of the brothers was like a a different tier wrestler. He wasn't as big of a star as the other ones. And he killed himself like Mm. two of the others did. It was like, it fit the story. I I wonder why why they they did that. I I think it was because it just might have been too much. Mm. But that was the story. Um, It was like the... Tra- I, the, the, the and the other thing I don't think they did well enough was those guys were huge stars. Mm. Like even being and I always like push back against the territorial era of wrestling because mm. to me, if you weren't Hulk Hogan or Macho Man, like what do I care? Right. Like, I didn't care about Ric Flair. Like Rick Flair was on at three oh five. Did Von Ericks I didn't and even that, I didn't see that, the I, Von Ericks. I was
2: Erick's. about to say Rick Flair is like Top level yeah. territory wrestling, mm-hmm. like he was on TV, national TV. Yeah,
3: that was Jim Crocker promotions, which became you know uh, the, the WCW and mm-hmm. like that. That that was available to me, like world class championship wrestling wasn't. Mm-hmm. But I still knew who the Von Erichs were, being a hulkamaniac and a macho maniac or whatever. Like I knew who the Von Erichs were. I don't think they really told the story of how big of stars they were, especially in Texas. Mm-hmm. Um, and then they kind of fudged the timeline a little bit, which was annoying, but it, it I, I, cause they, yeah, they fudged the timeline a little bit, but it it was, uh, from a, just a movie perspective, it was yeah. a really good movie.
2: It, it, and it's like that. Like, like you said, when you know the, the in-depth nature of the story, you know, you're always comparing what you're seeing to what you, what you know, and if it doesn't match up it. It just it you can't unsee it to a certain degree. Like if they if they mess up a timeline, mm-hmm. it's like oh, that didn't happen there. Like, they made it uh, seem like they made it
3: seem like so so David David dies. Kerry the Texas who we you know, WWE fans Texas replaces David in this match versus Ric Flair at Texas Stadium, fifty thousand people, and he wins the NWA championship. The whole story is that's how it's their dad's lifelong dream to have that NWA championship in the family. But then they paint the picture that he gets in the motorcycle accident that night. Mm. He, that's not that, – that didn't, he didn't get into the motorcycle accident for a, a long time after that. Mm. But they made it seem like he finally won the NWA championship and Fritz's dream comes true. Mm. And then to go blow off steam, he goes on a motorcycle ride. They don't even show him crash, which, mm. which I thought was the other weird thing. They just show him speeding and you're getting this, you're getting this feeling. I was like, okay. I know he doesn't get in a wreck here because he loses the title to Ric Flair, and so I'm watching it, and then he wakes up. You know, I don't know how much long later, and the big dramatic reveal is his foot's gone. Mm. And it was like, okay, that's not what happened. Yeah. Okay. So Texas Tornado in WWE didn't have a foot.
2: I never knew that.
3: Most a lot of people don't. Yeah. Yeah, he didn't. It. He didn't like he kept his boot on. Like no one saw him shower without like. He didn't have a foot that's when he crazy. was with the WWE.
2: That's great. I, ne- I never knew that. And and me, so I'd probably look at the movie a little different, because um, that's the only Von Eric I know. Mm. I know the name of the Von Erickson. Mm-hmm. and I know what people have talked about how great they were and the, the tragic. Ne- but I don't know. Like I don't even. I didn't even know it was suicide till just now. Yeah. So, the movie probably you know probably be a little different for me because
3: it it's a good just from a movie, it's it's a good movie if you don't like try to pick apart what this is what that is. it's a, it's a good movie i thought the guy who played fritz it's a terrible story like it's here here's what like if you've seen the movie mm. or you're going to and you have the 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 peacock app the the essentially the wwe network search wccw Mm-hmm. And there's a show called, there's a documentary called The Triumph and Tragedy of WCCW mm. that will tell you a pretty in depth story on the Von Eriks. Okay. It's one of the better, because mostly, because WWE, their documentaries are fiction, mm. mostly fiction. This one's really good because they don't really have a horse. They weren't battling WCCW, right? right? Like, there's no reason to, like, fudge that story. The story yeah. They let Carrie Von Eric, or not Carrie, um, Kevin Von Eric tell that story and some of the people who were alive either now and, and at the time it was put together tell tell the story. That's a really good documentary to watch after watching the movie mm-hmm. and it'll tie I, a couple I think of pieces I'll do together. That, I'll do
2: that. I'll do that. I want to because I always hear people talking about the Von Erichs but I don't know the story in depth like that. And you say um, WWE their shows are fiction. Icons was real to me then. No Icons. So Icons not. was one was of pretty, the. Like legit. Icons was
3: one of the realer like the, the the thing that always is weird to me about WWE is they when when Ted Turner went to war and tried to take down <laughs> Vince McMahon like they always say Ted Turner Ted Turner Ted Turner Ted Turner did not go to war against Vince McMahon Ted Turner was in the wrestling business in like 1985 like I he 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 the, he bought into the. To the company. like yeah. it, it wasn't that WCW big of a deal. Was part of the company, right? Yeah, of, it, yeah. It, it, and, and it was Eric Bischoff mm-hmm. who said, oh, I want to go head-to-head with WWE. And Ted said, okay, fine. Mm-hmm. But the <laughs> way they <laughs> frame I'm it. Of but Eric Bischoff is, <laughs> with all due respect to Eric Bischoff, in the grand scheme of things, he's nobody. Mm-hmm. Ted Turner, though. Yeah. Ted Turner's exactly, a... Yeah. He's a multi-billionaire. He's a media. And they the, the story is just so fake at this point. Ted Turner's just walking around the street. Why do people keep asking me about this? <laughs> like, Ted, <laughs> like you, you might be able to find Ted Turner talking about wrestling once. <laughs> like, if you search hard enough, you could find Ted Turner doing one interview where he ever mentions wrestling. Right. He brought in Hogan, and he was a big part of, like, the introduction of hulk hogan to the company because mm. that's a huge deal it's hulk hogan right that's the only time i ever know that ted turner ever positioned himself on television
2: and even then it was probably more so like hey let's go get hulk hogan that's dope not let's get hulk hogan to destroy WWF.
3: no it would, and it wasn't even ted turner it was eric bischoff eric bischoff went to ted turner and said we can get hogan it's mm. gonna cost us Here's what it looks like. Mm. And they laid out this deal that involved Thunder in Paradise and all of these goofy-ass movies that Hulk Hogan did. Yeah. That was all part of his WCW wrestling deal mm. because he was making money that no other wrestler had up until Austin. Yeah, And now the money they make is just completely different than it used to be. But like Austin's, I, I always heard Austin's biggest year was like 10 or $11 million. and. Wow. Hogan's the only other person who sniffed that, wow. like, and he was. I'm I'm confident he was above that, mm. but he's the only person who ever came close to anything
2: like that. You sold a lot of those blue dumbbells.
3: Yeah, oh, I had mine. I had mine too. You, you know, know what I sure. never had. Is was a Hulk. I always wanted a Hulk Hogan wrestling buddy.
2: That's. I think the, I had like Ted one? DiBiase, like or the something. pillow. Almost. Yeah. My my cousin uh, shout out Bobby. They had, they had like whatever ones they had. They had them all. Macho Man Hogan, Ultimate Warrior. And I was like, "Damn, man! I just want one, man! Mm-hmm. I just want one! I never got one either." I had a
0: DDP one. That's it. <laughs> DDP.
3: <laughs> you had a WCW wrestling buddy. Yeah, I don't know if it was like my dad's or something.
0: What are you doing DDP. with him?
3: You're a child. <laughs> Hogan, like Big Boss Man. I think there was like a Macho King, and Jesse had it. Was like, kid, I didn't Dallas know any better. What are you
2: doing with him?
3: Jesse's wrestling buddy came out in like two thousand five. Diamond Dallas Page is like low-key one of my favorite wrestlers. Like for no reason, like just because of stuff like that, I guess. <laughs> did you see him? Re- did you ever see him revealed as the stalker? Yeah, I was like a little kid, so I don't like remember. I was watching it, but like I remember, yeah. It's so no, bad. Uh, Their explanation of that is so bad too. The
2: only thing I cared about DDP about was Kimberly Page. Oh. That was like the start of, as Conrad me, Thompson would like, say, "roll tide." <laughs> that was like. AOL mm-hmm. wrestling chat rooms. I, I think. Man, where do I find more? I think posts she was a certain men's
3: magazine model, if I recall correctly. May have stumbled. Yeah. A, may have stumbled yeah. across those pictures I, as a young, I, as, a, as a young internet surfer. I may have
2: found those. That 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 uh, photo downloading on my screen. <laughs> oh, oh. Hey, by the way, before we go back into sports. um, I finished Raising Canaan. <laughs> what I tell you? Wow. what I tell you? Wow. That, that last was episode phenomenal. is crazy, right? That show was really, so really good. So,
3: 50, 50 tweeted, or he didn't, he didn't tweet. He uh, posted on Instagram after oh. the season finale, Raising Canaan is the best show on television. He and he wrong. is not wrong.
2: He ain't wrong. I made a post about it on Twitter and Instagram. Uh, everybody does a great job. Marvin's character arc through this whole raising mm-hmm. Canyon is to me, is phenomenal. Mm-hmm. Like to see how he progresses and grows and mm-hmm. tries to like go from being the stone cold killer to like trying to be a dad and be a friend and like having a heart. The guy's name is London Brown. I think he did a phenomenal.
3: Do job. you did you know that there's R.I.P. Ronnie videos on TikTok? No. So I I think that was the hashtag. But uh, what was uh, happening was it? this guy is just in everyday situations. He's at Starbucks. Uh-huh. He's at, like, Macy's or whatever. But he's acting like Ronnie. <laughs> Yo, it's
2: so crazy. You got to
3: see these I gotta, videos. I
2: definitely got to check that out. What would
3: you think about the last scene? The oh, last, I, last scene. I, yeah. I couldn't believe it. Yeah.
2: I couldn't believe Especially after, like, I didn't watch it in real time, but – Hip Hop DX and mm-hmm. the guy talks about like, yeah, I was hoping I thank you for my time, all this other stuff.
3: I was hoping you didn't see the post because Joey Badass tweeted, uh, posted about it on IG. I was nah, like, I hope KC didn't from, see this. I stayed away from everybody. KC didn't see I stayed this. away
2: from, from all everybody's posts and all this other stuff. And I almost got tempted, uh, to go, <laughs> I almost got tempted to go check uh patina miller's ig when she had them versace leggings on with the boots i said oh, goodness gracious well <laughs> goodness, patina yeah. oh man shout out rock shout out rock <sighs> <laughs> she came out with them versace leggings with the thigh high boots i said wow this is crazy love the show Rocky i think that Monet. show is great i think yeah. that show is phenomenal and the see, power
3: they, universe, I think, is Fifties legacy.
2: Yeah, he did. He did a great job. You want to talk about storytelling? How they—I don't know if it was always the plan or whatever—but how they took Canaan and created raising Canaan is is great. It, you
3: know what's amazing too, as that as this season
2: wrapped up, he ain't even met Jamie yet. Well, that's that's what I was thinking too. So that's who I thought might have been the last guy, but he was like. I'm trying to figure out the age difference because they were teenagers. Mm-hmm. I thought, yeah. and I was like, "Is this Jamie St. Patrick?" That, mm-hmm. and then it wasn't him, obviously. Mm-hmm. But I, that's literally what I was thinking when I got to like episode eight or nine. I was like, "Yo, when is he gonna meet Tommy and Ghost?" Like, when does that happen? Yeah,
3: we don't have no Tommy. They got, a,
2: they got a whole, they got a whole year, uh, a whole another season left. I
3: can't end. wait for Ghost to come back. Ghost, Ghost, but, Ghost is- um
2: Tyreek. Tyreek.
3: Yeah, Ghost it, is fire. It
2: is fire. I, well, I think you already felt this way, but Kanan.
3: No, Kanan's, Kanan's the, the best. One. No, Kanan's Kanan the best. Is the but the last episode of Ghost? Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. Yeah, they did they, that. That
3: had me like, okay, when's it? He could cancel Tommy.
2: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he can, I, didn't, I didn't see the second season yet.
3: It's fine. Yeah. It's, it, it's actually good. Yeah, But it's a distant third. Mm. Like, it is a distant, distant third.
2: Kanan. Kanan might be better than Power. It, I Can think Kanan is. Canin is. Fire. Well, the
3: problem with power is like there's some <laughs> extra seasons that you probably don't yeah, need. Yeah,
2: after season four, maybe. Like they could they could have finished that out in season five, but they drug yeah. it out for another season or two. Yeah, but Kanan, and this is, and we'll get back to sports. I promise. But like this is, um. This is a thing that frustrates me, right? And, and I don't know, maybe I just don't have a, an eye for the arts or anything like that. But I'm really stuck on London Brown's performance as Marvin. How does he not win awards? I thought he did a phenomenal job playing that character. Mm. And uh, th- is that just, you know like, why. not respected? Like, how is uh, that acting not the same as acting as succession, succession or whatever? Like. Yeah. It's, I, I that's man. what frustrates me. You know why? That's what frustrates me. I think he did. I always thought he was a good actor. I saw him one other show way these, back when. These shows don't. And then he was in Ballers, but he he's done such a good job as Marvel.
3: These shows don't have. Um, he was so hateable in Ballers. <laughs> he was. Oh, he was so He even inferior. came around on Ballers. He did. Too. No, no, no. He yeah. absolutely did. But like season one. Yeah, oh, yeah. it's nah, like, he dude, was, f off, bro! Was, like you're such trash. Was, Get out of my face. He
2: was, he was.
3: But well, also, we're lost. <laughs> did you did you see Hollywood Rock?
2: Oh yeah, I did. And So somebody had a. I didn't see the. I didn't watch the thread, but somebody had a breakdown of the the whole promo mm. of like there's little things to catch throughout the whole promo. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I saw. It. He was he was talking that talk. I he didn't talking that talk. Is I didn't turn it on on my WrestleMania. Is he what turning on Roman at WrestleMania?
3: Oh, I, I hundred percent believe so. Yeah, a hundred percent. Yeah, yeah, yeah absolutely. And and like Cody and, and and Rock will tie it all together, and mm. and I think we get Rock Roman down the road. Mm. Um, it wasn't what I wanted. No. No, I love, I love, um, I love, I know I love Hollywood (laughs) rock, but remember after the press conference, I was like, we've never seen this rock before. Mm. This isn't nation rock. This isn't Hollywood rock. This is F you. You're talking about my family rock. This Mm. is something we've never seen before. Yeah. And then uh, that he had that edge a little bit, but it, for the most part, was shut your fat ass up. I'll go down there and slap. It. All right. We've seen that before. <laughs>
2: park trash yeah. Like Salt Lake City, like
3: inbreds and cousins. <laughs> it's like, okay, so this is the rock being funny again. Yeah. It That's was not little, it what was, I wanted. It was underwhelming. I wanted him to be pissed off yeah, like he was at the press conference. I wanted him to say, y'all want it. We had, we had something. Mm. We had, he could have, the, the premise could have been the same. Mm-hmm. Head of the table, greatest WrestleMania match of all time. Mm. The Rock versus Roman Reigns. Mm. But then you bring up my grandfather. Mm. And then you could do whatever you want to after that, but you lay off the inbreds and the fat pieces of crap and I'll right. slap the taste out of you. And it's like, right, this is just The Rock. Like, that, this is The Rock. This, is this the, isn't the yeah, guy who was rock. at the press conference. This is just The Rock. And it's great, and people clearly love it, mm-hmm. but I really wanted to see that different version of the rock
2: did you um did you did you is there anything that you picked up on with with that whole thing the the promo or whatever like what what was the whole purpose of the the one up instead of the fist or he did or the did one. He, no he not the one not that yeah. he pointed at roman they were talking about during one of the uh, He said something. What exactly did he say? I can't remember. But he said something where he pointed at Roman. I'll find the thread. The thread kind of broke
3: it down. I know he uh, he he did the acknowledge. He did the one, Mm -hmm. you know, at the end. He did a little different. If you smell what the bloodline is cooking, he
2: did it a little different though. That that's one thing they were talking about. I didn't notice that. He came with the like the.
3: The L, L, the reverse L or yeah. whatever that is. Okay. What Casey's
0: talking about if um he'll find it or whatever, but um it's like the rock's talking about taking down someone or some, whatever, taking down
2: something or whatever. And like they're saying when he says that he's pointing out Roman.
3: Mm. Okay.
2: Little things here and there. I gotta find that thread. I never went back and looked at it. I just bookmarked it, but they I guess there was a number of different things to take away from that that uh that promo.
3: <laughs> well, he did yeah. he did you know leading into the press conference you know he's he's doing his regular little rock video talking about in it for the long game, and then he shuts the door mm. so like there's things that you can pick apart you know that the rock has done over the last handful of weeks that tell you this isn't him going to battle. This is Cody saying, "Hey, I need your help mm-hmm. because I haven't been able to get a match. We saw Jay and Gunther last night with Jimmy and 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 Solo interfering.
2: Mm. Uh
3: we saw Cody and Drew McIntyre where Jimmy and Solo interfered. So the, the 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 story for Cody is I can't I need someone to have my back and I need that to be you. Mm. That's how they can tie this all up
2: together at the end. Hey, so real quick one of the Things they said. They said after the line where,
3: for those that were wondering, we were going to talk about Jacques Vaughn's yeah, firing. This like is it's a not lot like
2: more interesting than Jacques Vaughn. <laughs> but not the Jacques. Jo- not I man. mean I'm fascinated. not going to take this from well, Jacques Vaughn. I'm, I'm fascinated. We're, we'll talk about it because I'm actually interested in what's going on in Brooklyn. That's kind of yeah. everyone going on. should be. But um, it says after the line where he says everybody's talking about, he states that Cody Rhodes' story is just ending, quote, winning the title, and he said Rock and Roman's story is just beginning talking about there's mm-hmm. gonna be a feud it's probably gonna be a year-long feud mm-hmm. for those so little stuff like that little stuff like that i just tagged you in some did you see that uh naya did the bonsai drop and the girl didn't sell it did you see that over the weekend
3: oh no <laughs> this looks like a house <laughs> no, show
2: i gotta send it to jesse <laughs> no i saw that clip
3: the stacy the stacy keebler no, school what? of selling oh, she, she do not even move she's oh. just like, like a plank was, oh well, goodness. in her defense, in her defense, <laughs> Nia like landed on her quads. Like she com- she pulled her too far to the ropes. <laughs> they tweeted that they both need to hit the performance center. Nia is cute, but she sucks.
2: Yeah, though. I like she Nia, but terrible. She's, she's always doing something wrong.
3: Let's get Lamar in here. Uh, uh, always. <laughs> I just watched it again. <laughs> so am I. <laughs> Lamar, what's going on, baby?
0: Hey Dilo Casey, what's going on, man? I'm a a long time listener, first time caller.
2: Appreciate you, dog.
0: Hey, um, I wanted to know, did you guys ever see The Rock um, sing his rendition of Eric Clapton's uh, "You Look Wonderful Tonight" in the ring?
3: Is that he the Vicky Guerrero to- one? i don't know who she was yeah and he was tearing her a new one yeah 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 that's one of the that's one to appreciate you mark that's one of the great clips because uh vicky's on the stage and she thinks she's being serenaded by the rock mm-hmm. and he you know he's singing the song and he goes you look like a dirty hoe <laughs> and like you know like in the crowd pops and you know vicky's face <laughs> changes now, that's that's up there with, um, it's up there. N- nothing's better than leaving yeah, Sacramento. Nothing, nothing is better. Than nothing's that, better than leaving that's Sacramento. One of the best promos, but that, it's up that there. That
2: might be the best promo of all time.
3: For it's the, I've said it. I've <laughs> Were been. You talking about
2: real heat when you talk about. I
3: was in was Santa phenomenal. Clara when Seth Rollins' music hits, mm. and it still pales into the Arco Arena's <laughs> reaction.
2: That you want to talk about real heat?
3: That it just. Does not compare.
2: The Rock tells the story.
3: Yeah, everyone was booing. They went ape stuff. And and then they started laughing. The hell we were. I was the biggest Rock fan in the world. I was
2: booing. Oh, tell me we started laughing. Nobody was laughing. Shout, Shout out to Sacramento because the two of the more angry crowds in the history of WWE The Rock promo and the Hell in a Cell.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Shout out Sacramento. I don't know this for sure, but I'll maintain it. I'm so confident that Sacramento started the A-hole chant at Vince McMahon. uh, (laughs) Vince McMahon, Monday Night Raw, when it was Rock, (laughs) Shamrock. It was during the Rock's babyface turn. Shamrock and Mankind in a triple threat match on a Monday Night Raw. They started chanting A-hole at at Vince, and I swear to you it was the first time.
2: Put some respect on the name out here. Sacramento legend Ken Shamrock, by the way, son this of the is, city.
3: You well, know, I always found that weird, but <laughs> maybe sure. nephew, nephew of the city. <laughs> Tr- Trista Crick joins. We'll get back on track. We'll get Trista Crick's thoughts on the rock. Uh, when <laughs> and, and the All Star Game. Well, you said we the Jacques Vaughn thing. We, we,
2: well, I am curious what's going go on in Brooklyn. Not nah, for real, for real. Uh,
3: that's Windy and Casey return here on ESPN thirteen twenty. <laughs> Man.
2: He's <laughs> like, like, yo, stop, stop. It's stop, essentially man.
3: with the, I can't remember his
0: name, but the guy with Tupac did on Vlad TV. That's how <laughs> they found him.
2: Oh, then look, then he ends it. Benzino ends it by saying like, yeah, da-da-da-da. And Paul Pierce, that happened to him because he's a snitch. Bro, what did you just do for the last minute and a half? Just just stop, Benzino. I think that's when the, the Hennessy was really starting to kick in.
3: That's why I said them Drink Champs producers was high-fiving each other. Like, hey, we did it. We yeah,
2: that show is that show's that show's sneaky, man. They be drinking a lot on that show. Maybe and I like Nori. I like I like the premise of it, but maybe just make it a hour and a half or something. Or like have a last mm-hmm. call. Because they just be drinking.
3: Did you I'm sure you did. We started the show, I guess like everybody else did, talking about the all star game. Did you see the viewership went up by fourteen percent? I
2: did see that. I did see that.
3: Now, maybe the NBA went to the you know, school of NFL uh, when it comes to getting well, these numbers out
2: to I'm not going to dive deep into what the NBA is doing. <clears throat> I'll let my beloved NBA just throw out the numbers. NFL, I'm coming after you. NFL, I'm coming for you. Careful. Careful. Because <laughs> you, you ain't right. You're doing something funny with the numbers. Careful. I'm coming after you.
3: Booker Carraway.
2: Wouldn't be the first time.
3: <laughs> the game averaged 5.5 5 million <laughs> viewers, up from 14% versus last year. It still feels really low. Yeah. I was looking at something that had, you know, all-star games of 10 years ago at like 7 and 8 million, mm. and then it just shows it, it's it been a steady decline for a yeah. long time.
0: Yeah, Is, is the all-star game – is it a player's problem, or is it maybe us as sports fans have moved past it? Because the NFL members always like, they don't play or whatever, switch it up, flag football this, flag football that.
2: Nobody's watching that still. I think it's the players, because when they did play, people went crazy for it. When they played, and this was the whatever year that was when they did the Elam ending with Kobe. Mm-hmm. And they played at the end of that game. And people loved it. People loved it. So that tells me. Is it 20 2020?
3: 20, and had to be tw- no, it was twenty twenty. No, it was twenty twenty right before because yeah, Kobe passed that. in yeah. in January.
2: Um so that tells me when they when they play, yeah, people will watch and people will be engaged and they kind of just refuse to play.
3: Did they do it two years? Elam Ending? Yeah, or did they yeah, just they do it the it, one? No, they did it
2: two years. They did years. it two years, right? Yeah. And the first year it was it was cool because it was the first time we saw it. It was Kobe, all that other stuff. The second time, I just remember myself, you know, I love the Elam Ending. I think it's perfect. I was like, it's 24 can't be the number. That's a, that's a lot of that's points. A, yeah. Like, typically in the basketball tournament, it's seven. It's seven extra points is what you got to get You
3: could have just made it eight then. The, I, <laughs> like, if you yeah. wanted to do the Kobe thing, yeah. you could have made it eight.
2: But the killer with that, though, is they they score so quickly. Like, mm-hmm. if you did it eight, like, it could be over in a minute and a half, which might be a good thing. But
3: <laughs> the way some of them dudes were shooting the other day, it could be over in 45 seconds. <laughs> oh, my Cat God.
2: getting 50. In a loss, <laughs>
3: I think John Bull tweeted, or, or John Bull doesn't tweet. I think he threaded. Mm. Um,
2: oh, he—that's le- why I haven't seen him too much. He left. Twitter. He's on Threads.
3: Uh, yeah, he'd I'm, be out there. I'm not on Threads, but Well, I'm on
2: Threads, but I don't
3: thread. No, J- J- John Bull threads. Um, he was like, "Yeah, Carl Anthony Towns, fifty points, lost, just like the regular season." <laughs> well, he's he, he's right. <laughs> He's right. His mondo says, get the new empty calorie shirt ready. <laughs> that's not fair. I mean it is, but Lee Carl Anthony Towns. Yeah. Uh, they um
2: I but I, I think it's uh I think it's the players, man. If they if they played a little bit more, um people will come and watch. People will come and watch for sure. I'm I'm a believer
3: in that. Maybe that's the other thing, because people do come and watch mm-hmm. in person.
2: Uh, well, Maybe it's a live event. Plans have plans have happened we made plans, made plans personally. Like, yo, I'm trying to be in San Francisco next year.
3: Mm. Well, yeah, what I want you to do in San Francisco next year is is follow around one of the players so you can see how much work it is.
2: Sure. I, I will. Okay. I will. Access to well, all of that, yeah, I'll do
3: it. Are, are you follow around? Well, no, you'll have to wait outside the – Well, the, that doesn't count. You'll have to wait outside the Steph Curry <laughs> Under Armour party. <laughs>
2: that doesn't count. I you need gotta, the full experience. You can
3: Um, can, uh, chauffeur uh, De'Aaron around.
2: Somebody check on hell. Check the temperature. Yeah, may have may have frozen over. Because I wanna, I wanna commend Draymond Green.
1: What are you doing with him?
2: (laughs) What are you doing with him? He had a. No, you got you to gotta hear this one. You got to hear this one. You got to hear this one. You got to hear this one. He had a line. Now, they had alternate broadcasting for the All-Star game, and I was looking forward to it. I was like, yo, alternate broadcasting, this is what I'm talking about, inside crew, you know, I get to hear that real, real while I'm watching. And then they were like, Taylor Rooks. I was like, all right. Charles Barkley, all right, let's go. Draymond Green. I said, oh, no, no, no. I ain't watching the all no, I'll stick with Reggie. It's fine. I ain't watching it. But they were on the pregame show, the tip-off show, for a quick second. They were like, let's check in with Taylor and Draymond and all this and stuff. And Draymond is talking, doing all this. And he had a line that I will tip my hat to him for. Mm-hmm. He said, "He said, you know, the one thing about this game. No, I won't do it in Draymond voice. He said, the one thing about this game is, this game is, this game is popping. Like, we got, like, 9, 10 Hall of Famers on each round. Like, this game is popping. And he said, there ain't no Draymond Greens in this All-Star game. (laughs) He said, this is some real, these some 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 real dudes here. So, I'm looking forward to watching this game. And I said, that's the first time I've ever heard him talk like that. Hmm. I'll salute. I'm not buying it. Well, I didn't. I didn't want to watch the broadcast, but I'll. I'll and, and I hear you, Jesse. It's probably a little. Say that joke a couple more times. How about that? Yeah, 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 yeah. Hmm. You're right. But I heard that I didn't listen to anything he said. But for whatever reason, I heard that he was like, "Yeah, no, nah, there's some real all timers in this one. Ain't, this ain't no Draymond Green all star appearances. These are some real ones."
3: How do you feel about Charles? Trashing San
2: Francisco, I thought it was uncalled for, and maybe I'm close to it, because yeah. I, I, you know, got people in the Bay Area. I love San Francisco. I do love San Francisco. I hate getting there, but every I say this all the time. Once I'm in the city, I'm like, ah, I like it. It's it's really cool here. I like it. So I say all that to say I hate what's going on in the city. I hate the homelessness. I hate that businesses are leaving out of the city, and you know, it's it's such a bad look for the city right now. So I'm close to it. I got, you know, a little emotional investment. I didn't like him saying
3: that. I have an issue with anyone, especially of like the ilk of Charles Barkley, talking about homelessness anywhere.
2: Mm. Mm-hmm.
3: Like you could feel however you want to about San Francisco. We're going to act like we don't have an issue here. Right. Like our unhoused California, here bro. isn't a problem. Yeah. Like we need to get this stuff figured out. Mm-hmm. And, Look, man, I'd like to believe you and I and and Jesse and this radio station and this company that we work for have some influence, but influence is one thing. Money is another. Mm -hmm. I'm sorry, Charles, you've got the money, right? Mm. Like, I, I, I don't, I don't, I really, like, if you don't like a city, that's fine. Right. There can be a million reasons why you don't like the city. But don't bring up, homelessness and mm. don't bring up the unhoused because that that's a that's an issue that needs to be corrected. You cannot like the people, you cannot like the nightlife, you cannot like the atmosphere. You could not like all of that stuff. When you get into the unhoused, when you get into the homelessness problem in in the state of California in this country, period. Yo, know, that's something that has to be fixed. Yeah. And to go on national television and and make that part of your bit. Like I like Chuck and I get what Charles is. Yo, that's a, that's a tough look for me. Yeah, that's a like tough that. look to the point where TNT should be like, hey, you gotta Chuck, that ain't yeah. it. You gotta, that, you gotta, that ain't it.
2: Next time you're on there, you got to Look, apologize. and I get
3: you've got this weird little war with San Francisco, and it's fine. Yo, keep it to the Warriors or to right. Draymond or to shooting three-pointers or whatever right. you want.
2: Le- leave, leave that out. Yeah, I thought that was whack.
1: Leave me. that out. Yeah. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you.